1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: I have no idea why, Ron, but this song was on my mind all morning. I don't know why either. And so I came in and I sang it to Harry Callis. I sang it to Jeff and Doran. And I sang it to Austin, didn't I, Austin? Yes, you did. And I thought I did a good rendition, didn't I? You did. You hit the high notes well. Turn it up a little so you can hear it. Thank God you
3: didn't sing it to me. Not yet. Thank God God you didn't sing it to me. Don't ruin a good song. Don't
2: you love this song, Ron? It's a very nice song. Makes you cry?
3: It's a very nice song. Does Joe ruin songs for you, Ron? Every time he sings. (laughs) He takes a good song, he sings over it, (laughs) and ruins it.
2: When do we get to the punchline? The chorus. The, the the best part here.
3: I think it's coming up. Who is doing this? Who's Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. We used to go girls to girls just wanna have fun, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. We used to go to a place called the Pepper Mill, where they'd be playing this and Madonna. Ten cent shots. You should have seen the rides home from the Pepper Mill on a big green bus city limit. Here it is.
4: Time after time.
3: This is what I mean about ruining a
2: good time. <laughs> Join in, Ron. Sing this song. You have an Aliquippa shirt on today. Come on. Out of
3: honoring what happened to the Aliquippa program, I feel bad for those kids and coaches, and I'm showing my support today.
2: I actually like that. Thank you, Austin, for playing that. It's Off the the Top, brought to you by J.P. Roofing and Siding. We're certainly going to talk about Aliquippa. Mike White's going to join us a little bit later. The big boy Mark Cabali is going to join us a little bit later. Everything well with you today, Ron?
3: Everything is good, man. Good, everything's good.
2: I wish you would have joined in the singing there.
3: Uh, you know that song by heart. Uh, it's okay. I prefer to just listen as opposed to partake. You sang the Gilligan's Island song once on this show. That was not. That was just me. It wasn't the original song behind it. I. I wasn't ruining anything. Well, why just doing a horrible rendition, but I wasn't ruining it.
2: Why don't you sing Cyndi Lauper on your own now, then? <laughs> You don't have to sing along.
3: I don't know the words that well.
2: Limits, you're doing well today? Time after time, I am, yes. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. Does anybody want to inquire as to my well-being?
3: I already did. I asked you about your golf lesson yesterday, and and you, you, you you were somewhat morose when you walked in. I think you said you needed to go pee, which was a big thing. Yeah. You did that, and then I asked you about the golf yesterday, your lesson, and you just perked up. You brightened up. You lit up the room talking about your golf lesson. It
2: was an informal lesson with the great uh, Ed Wittmeyer, and I tried out a new driver. In fact, I bought a new driver, Ron, with a little bit more loft.
3: And you can crush the ball now. Yeah, I can, as a matter of fact. And I'm very
2: excited. Where would you like to start today, Ron? Oh, I know, the Steelers. Here we go. Mike Tomlin at his news conference last week had a very interesting line and the question was, as I recall, he was asked um, if he thought the gap between the Steelers and the teams playing then in the divisional round, certainly this week in the championship round, because they would be included, uh, if the gap between his Steelers and the teams still playing had lessened since last year? Here was his answer.
4: Then it was a year ago, certainly. Um, but we're watching and not playing. And so, you know, um, there's work to be done.
2: Has the gap lessened? Certainly. Do you agree with that, Ron? And do you, do you leave this
3: season with more hope for next season than you did last year? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, that was the way I interpreted the question. I'd like to hear the question. I thought he, he said, do you, do you feel better about where you are? at this point this year than you did last year. Either way, it's the same sort of thing. I know. They were coming off a 7-2 and two finish last year. Pickett looked good down the stretch in those drives. Uh, it gave me a little more optimism going into this season uh, than where the way they finished um, this past season with no quarterback in yeah. place. Yeah. So I don't agree. And, I mean, we're going to watch the games on Sunday, and we're going to see that first game. We're going to see Lamar Jackson in Baltimore and – and Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City, and I don't even think the Steelers are within light years of those teams.
2: Wow. Light years is a long, long ways. Only a quarterback and yet light years. That's And an offensive
3: coordinator, I think.
2: Yeah. The two. Yeah. The combo. I, I tend to think that a star quarterback can make a coordinator more than the other way around for sure, but I agree with you. And the question for the record was, uh, was the gap smaller than it was a year ago between you and the team still playing? Okay. He said, certainly. Um, but we're not playing, is what he added to that. And they're not. And I agree with you. I am less hopeful. Last year, I think we all left the season with hope because of the quarterback and the offense. I remember writing, saying, talking about Kenny Pickett and that offense and how they had taken... Steps in those final games against the Raiders and the Ravens. And it sure looked like they were going to take off this year. And all the preseason did was, was enhance increase that. those. Yeah, yep. yeah enhance. Yep. That's an even better word, Ron. Thank, than you. Increase.
3: Very, thank you very kindly.
2: I was very optimistic. That's why I picked them to win 11 games. I picked them to go 11, 5, and 1 if that adds up to 17. Does it?
3: Yes, it does. Yes, you it always does. throw that tie in there.
2: Yeah. And I almost got it again this year. That's a fact. I think the whole town was optimistic after last season and very optimistic after the preseason. No doubt. And in some ways, the talent pool, the overall team talent pool, is better than it was. This draft class looks great. Too early to judge, you know, render any final verdicts. But, man, it looks like they got a couple, three definite High-impact players. And they also, I shouldn't say definite. I should say probable in Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., and Keanu Benton.
3: And, you know, they brought in, say, Amalu. We all thought that was a, a tremendous signing for them, right? It turned out to be very good. Yeah. Um, so we, we saw that coming into this season. Um, no, I, I, I don't feel nearly as good as I did last year.
2: And it boils down then to the quarterback for me, too, because that's that's the biggest thing. By a trillion miles. All roads lead us back to the topic that we're going to be broaching eight trillion times between now and then. But I'm curious for people out there do you have more of a sense of hope with the Steelers coming out of this season? Do you think the gap has closed? Tomlin does. Tomlin said yes. He used the word certainly that the gap is smaller between the Steelers and the teams that played last weekend, this weekend. And the following weekend, the gap has closed. I think it's widened. I think this past year was largely about whether Kenny Pickett is going to be the guy. And we were either left with, at best, no answer to that question. At worst, the answer you
5: don't want to have to that question. Correct? Correct. Limits? Thoughts? Yeah, they, they have not. In any way, just even though the season ended on three game winning streak going into the playoffs, your quarterback situation is much more murky than what it was last year. People were optimistic Murky's going a into good this word, year. Ron.
2: Do you like that word murky, from limits? Yeah.
5: What would be the Ron word? likes the word? The word this year is probably in doubt, questionable, up for grabs. Yeah. No, I mean, th- th- yes. Mason Rudolph that. played it, better.
2: Mason Rudolph, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that Mason Rudolph would establish himself as the better quarterback by the end of the year, I don't think anybody would have believed it. 412-928-9370. 928-9370. Mike Tomlin says the gap has lessened between the Steelers and the team still playing. Do you agree? What is your hope level coming out of this year compared to last year? I would actually consider it way lower and way. And tell worse. me,
3: tell me, uh, answer that question too about six thirty on Sunday after you watch the Ravens and uh, yeah. Chiefs play. Yeah, and say, are we? Is the Steelers really close to that? I don't think so. No,
2: sometimes it looks like a different game that these teams are playing. It really does, and yet I feel like overall talent wise, they're not that far off. They're really not, if healthy. I think they have talent, including young talent, rising talent. That's a fact. They don't have a quarterback. And that just is not a recipe. That's in in this conference, you just look around. And I go back to that Tomlin quote also from his news conference, Ron, where he said that, of course, there's competition. There's always competition. We don't anoint anybody. Actually, the last thing in the world you want at the quarterback spot is competition. And for Tomlin's first 15 years here, he did have an anointed one. He had an anointed one come to camp who nobody was competing with, and that's exactly what you want. There's no competition in Baltimore, in Miami, in Buffalo, and Cincinnati, and Cleveland, in Jacksonville, and Houston, and Denver, in now Jim Harbaugh's Chargers. They're going the way you want to go to camp. No competition and an anointed one. And That's an, what an you an want. An
3: anointed one. Absolutely. I mean, no, it's, it's just it's just a simple fact. Harbaugh's landing in a great spot. I think they're going to become winners right away. To so you, do you I. You because he's got, yes. a, he got Justin Herbert. And we all think that team underachieved under, uh, was the coach's name Staley? Yeah. That's why he was fired at midseason. I think Harbaugh's landing in a great spot. So do I. He's got a
2: team that's going to be building a stadium that's going to cultivate, I think, a little bit more of a fan base instead of having every other fan base come in and commandeer their stadium every week. He's got an owner that's willing to spend money, including on him, and they're going to bring it. They have talent. They have talent already. They're going to bring in more. That's that's what they, at least that guy tries to win. He does. So I think, Ron, when I look around the AFC Right now, I see Buffalo, I see Baltimore, I see Cincy with Burrow, I see Houston, KC, and I think the Chargers join that group. And that's six teams and, 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 right and, and there. And
3: maybe Miami with Tua. And, I
2: think Miami's going to take a step back. And maybe, but yeah.
3: maybe Jacksonville with Trevor.
2: Same thing there. Those are the teams I think the Steelers will be competing with, is the Jacksonvilles, the Miamis. Miami has an implosion factor, though. I think, with this Mike McDaniel. I think that they could absolutely... You mean fall apart? Yes. Yes, which is what they did at the end of the season. I think there may be a shelf life with that team. But either way, the Steelers are going to have their work cut out again just to make it to the playoffs. I didn't even mention Cleveland and the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Right. And who knows how Deshaun's going to play. So that's another factor in looking around compared to last year at this time. Now you look around and there's one more stud quarterback in the AFC than there was. His name is CJ Stroud and now you have a star coach match with a star quarterback with the Chargers. That wasn't the case last year either. I would say it's somewhat bleak. I hate to say that. <laughs> but it is. It's a disaster. 9289370 and yet and yet we're we're not talking about an expansion team here. We're talking about a team with TJ Watt, a team that I think under dire circumstances actually played some pretty good defense for most of the season, they they're going to come back healthy. They have talented skill players on off. They need a quarterback. That's not news, but it, you're so close and yet so far away. So Ron. far away. And now Doesn't anybody come on? Run. Sing
3: I don't, it. I don't know what there that. you go. I don't know it after that.
2: Seems to me that City Limits is arguing with a fan right
5: now. Have you known him to get upset before? I have not. Limits, why don't you go to the phones? Let's do it. Let's go to Bill and Butler. He said that he had uh, only had like a minute or so, so let's get him on now.
2: Well, we don't want to take your time, yeah, Bill. Bill. Go ahead.
5: Thank you for fitting us in. I'm sorry,
6: sirs. I appreciate the show. Love it. I had a question for you. Does your situation about the Steelers gap change knowing that we get a new offensive coordinator, an innovative younger guy, and Mason Rudolph signs to a deal?
3: Uh, not really, not compared to the other teams we're talking about.
2: First okay. of all, how do you know they're going to get a young, innovative coordinator? And
3: how do you know Mason's going to re-sign?
6: Well, those were my two questions. If we knew those if, two, okay, right yeah. now I think the answer is we're not we're not as close, but would that change things a little bit? We'd have at least a Kenny Pickett who's improved and wins the job, and then if not, then we would have Mason Rudolph knowing what he can do uh, with his small resume last year.
2: Well, I'll say this much, Ron. I was wrong about Mason Rudolph once, at least uh, insofar as thinking he could even do that much. And right. he, he played well. So I'm willing to be wrong about him again. Could he be, I know Jerry Dulac has compared him to Neil O'Donnell. Could he be a game manager that gets you to playoffs and wins a game or two? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he can be a quarterback that can win you playoff games, but I've already been wrong once. Plus, he would come here as not the starter. And then as far as the coordinator goes, it seems to me they might be holding out here for Clint Kubiak from the Niners. Does it? Does it to
3: you? All right, I just interviewed this guy from Carolina who didn't didn't exactly do wonders with Bryce uh, Young last year, did he, at Carolina? Now, he comes from the uh, McVay tree. He was three years with the Rams. They seem to want McVay tree guys. Everybody
2: does. Everybody
3: does. But this guy, in his only year as being a coordinator, Thomas Brown didn't yeah. exactly light it up with Carolina last year. No.
2: And I don't know what the circumstances there were. You know, with Frank Reich running the show, it seemed like an overall disaster in a no-win situation. That's why Frank
3: Reich got fired at midseason, right?
2: Well, yeah, having an impetuous owner who doesn't right. know what he's doing. I like that I'd say Is was, that
3: Cortland State, impetuous. That's
2: Duquesne. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they expected. They expected Frank Reich to walk in and work miracles from day one. Old Mr. Tepper? I don't know. I don't know how to judge this guy, Ron, from one year there. Um, let's see a little bit more. About his resume here. Yeah, he worked under Sean McVay for a long time. He was the offensive coordinator at Miami. I don't know much about him. You, you, to be very you, the U, right. you,
3: right. University of Miami. Right? right.
2: Yeah. I don't know much about him. Uh, it seems to me that they may be holding out and waiting for somebody like Clint Kubiak. To be available.
3: Could be. Now, did I see the, uh, uh, the, the guy in Detroit? What's Ben Johnson? Yeah. Reports, who was it that uh, uh, Boomer and said guaranteed to Washington. Mm. That's what he said. As the head coach. As the head coach. I and mean,
2: then you see Brian Callahan get a job too. Everybody wants the offensive guys.
3: And Ben Johnson seems to be the guy,
2: you know, the yeah. one
3: that everybody wanted. And we've all and seen. And still want. I don't know that for sure he's going to go to Washington.
2: Yeah, we've all seen a million guys who were the guy fail too. Of course. Right? of course, You know, but he Still got to have guy. players. Yeah, and that's why um, – the guy that they interviewed yesterday, Thomas Brown. Yeah. How do you judge him on one year? I don't know. I don't know enough about his resume, but as far as the question of, would it change my mind to know that they're bringing in or, or if they bring in a bright young coordinator and re-sign Mason Rudolph, would that change my mindset from bleakness to hopefulness? No, in a word.
3: Maybe, you know, if it's a good young coordinator, maybe it, from bleakness to just dreary, you know, a little bit of an improvement.
5: Next. Brian in Brookline.
2: Hello, Brian in Brookline.
6: Hey, Joe. Well, the answer, I can't answer Mike's question, but I could try to answer it how I would answer it. Uh, Compared to the other teams, absolutely not. We are way behind the curve. I think. We've gained a little bit of information that we, in some positions we improved against last year, but I think quarterback play we are very lacking, and I do not believe in Pickett. I like what Ron said. I wish we would have seen Pickett in a way so we know what we would have. Now we're going to be stuck with this guy another year, and it's probably not going to be the case, and we'll be out of the playoffs in the first round again next year. So it's, just, it's like Groundhog Day, Joe. We just keep repeating the same thing again.
2: Would you like to join Ron and I in an exercise? Is your name Brian? Brian and yes. Berkline. All right, hang on the line here. You you mentioned you know sort of the 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 roster at large here. You tell us, and Ron and I will tell you if you feel great, good, okay, or bad. What? Great, good, okay, or bad about the following position groups. You ready,
3: Ron? Okay. I'm ready. Did you say hello to Brian yet? uh, Hello, Brian. Welcome to our little game. Starkey runs great games here.
2: You ready, Brian? Yes, let's go. The quarterbacks, I feel bad. 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 The running backs, I feel
3: great.
4: Mm,
3: Good to great, yeah. Good. Good to great. Why the hesitation, Somewhere, somewhere in a little, a little bit. Why not feel great? Uh, I mean, because I see some of these guys, like the guy from Detroit, and I don't see that, like, with the Steeler guys. Yeah. I think they're very good. The explosive, I, I said better than go- good, but not quite great.
2: I thought that was very well stated by Ron. Did you, Brian? I did, too. That's why I picked the same answer. Wide receivers. Ron, you go first on this one.
3: Uh, okay.
2: Brian? Not good. (laughs) Not good. You know what? I feel good. I feel good about the receivers. I don't like how much they're paying Deontay, but I thought by the end of the year, he looked like Deontay again, which is a route runner, a pass catcher, and a touchdown maker. George Pickens, I think is just wildly, wildly talented. And that's where the coordinator comes in for me. He led the NFL in yards per catch, 1,100 yards uh something like sixty three catches. Imagine if they find a way to feature a guy like that. Get
3: him the ball more.
2: Now they do need a third guy. But I feel good about them. You feel bad about them, Brian. That makes me a little bit sad. Why do you feel bad about them? Because they quit well, sometimes?
6: It's 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 attitude, it's it's scheme. I don't I don't think we had the right quarterback. When Kenny was in, he alienated George Pickens. Like he he wasn't connecting with him. Not even Deontay Johnson. I just don't think I think Joe the quarterback is so vital because the he Sure, has but to that's not the, the
2: receivers. We're talking receiver specific. If you gave them, you know, any quarterback around the league, I like him, but we have to move on. Ron the offensive line.
3: Okay. I think it needs to be a little better. I think Mason Cole, you have to do better than him at center. Um and I think you have to do uh You know, is Dan Moore the answer? I don't know. My God, no. I think at left tackle, he was one of the worst players in football. So just okay. I feel okay
2: to bad at this point, honestly, Brian. You?
3: I feel bad about the offensive line, actually.
2: I mean, they had their moments. They they did run the
3: ball pretty well at the end of the year.
2: They did, yeah. But if we're going to have a situation where there's a quarterback in a pass game, you got to improve on Dan Moore and Mason Cole. You just do. The other three guys I like, but that's two-fifths of the line, and my Duquesne education tells me that's 40% of your line. Is that where
3: you got that from, Duquesne? Am I right about that? Yeah, 40%.
2: The tight ends, how do you feel about them? Uh, Am I going first? No, Ron is. (laughs) Uh,
3: I'd like to see him use Fryermuth a little more, but I'll say okay. Brian?
2: Okay. Okay. Okay to good. I like Muth as a pass catcher. I'm not. Yeah, I think you can get a lot of guys who can catch passes, but I think he's pretty good. I think he should be used more. So yes. okay to good. The defensive line, uh, bad. Brian,
6: uh, worse than bad. Terrible.
2: <laughs> bad. And that's where tough, it, what tough,
3: tough grader here, Brian. Yeah,
2: is. that's a that's a separator between the Steelers and the team still playing too. That is a major separator. You look at the Chiefs along that line with Chris Jones and the kid they drafted, Carl Aftis. Now, I think they play a 4-3, but also the Ravens. There's bunches of guys, the Niners, of course. They go out and spend money. Bosa, Hargrave, start naming people on their defensive line. Uh, Detroit had the number two pick in the draft. That's a separator. That's a big deal. That's where games are destroyed is on the defensive line. You destroy teams there. And the Steelers don't have it. I didn't like the Joby signing. Cam's getting older. He was injured. Don't know what to expect next year. Benton is definitely a keeper. I did agree with Tomlin. He could be a high-impact player. They really like him. But you got to have guys. You know what I mean? And they they don't. Linebackers,
3: Ron? Uh, Well, edge rushers. Outstanding. Uh inside guys until we know the health of those guys. Not good. Bad.
2: So add it all up and maybe a okay to good. Okay to good. Brian.
6: Uh same same thing with Ron. Uh outside, great, no problem. Inside with one piece, good. Landon Roberts, but the other piece, uh, we've been chasing since six, she's here, so uh not good. So I'll just give it okay.
2: I'm gonna give it a good for this reason. The edge rushers obviously have the defensive or should be defensive player of the year. I thought Highsmith was a little bit down, but some of the deeper numbers, the analytics show maybe he was better than his conventional stats would say. And then I have a lot of confidence in Andy Weidel and Omar Khan to solve that problem again. I mean, they, maybe they, Holcomb
3: they, comes back healthy. Yeah, for maybe. All I know.
2: But they proved to me Sean Alexander that they can go out and get. Go- they got three guys, all of Dequan whom could Alexander. play. All of whom could play.
3: I feel good about the
2: linebackers. Safeties, run.
3: Uh Mink is going to be healthy, so um, I think you can find another guy. I'm, I'll say good. Brian. Good.
2: Good to great for me. I think Minka's going to bounce back, and KZ Neil. I don't know. You retain one of those guys, bring somebody else in. I'm good. Good to great for
3: them. Corners, Ron. Uh, bad to okay. Mm. J- Joey Porter. After that, I don't know what they have. Brian.
6: I'm gonna go a totally different direction to Ron. I'm gonna say excellent. I think he can be a shutdown corner and I this trice guy, I think I think we're in okay position with corner. I think great. Feel really good about the corners.
2: I feel great about Joey Porter, but I'm kind of with Ron. Uh, who else? If, on, you're, if we're talking Corey Trice, uh, that doesn't exactly inspire me. Coming here. off we're a certainly major, certainly not talking Levi Wallace. Coming
3: off a major knee, injury, and I don't think Pat Pete's going to be back either.
2: Oh, I forgot about Pat Pete with the safeties. I think he will be back as a safety. Actually, okay, he got a which... big
3: cap hit though. How big? I don't think it's big.
2: Well, reduce it. I don't know how big it is actually. Nine
3: um, nine million, I believe, yeah. something like that.
2: Uh, special teams punter. I feel horrible Terrible about that, horrible. great about the kicker.
3: You know, Tomlin fingered him at the end, his news at the end of the year, his briefing. I see there's no way Harvin is back. Me neither. And then. Kicker, obviously great. And kicker,
2: great. Brian, we thank you very kindly thank for you staying Thank you for participating. You're a wonderful man. Say goodbye to city limits when you, uh, when you have a chance. I will. Thanks, guys, for having me. Bye. Did he, you like, him, he liked not? your game. Yeah, it was a good game. I think what we found out is it's basically an okay to good roster. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: They'll be in it.
2: It' Good enough to win a Nine slight games. majority of your games. They'll be in it. But just
3: think if you got a quarterback. Just think. I hear you. I've thought about it nonstop since the season ended. And how would you solve the
2: dilemma? I don't know. See, who's so out all there. that thinking came up to, and I don't know. I
3: don't know. Uh, they pay. Uh, Omar, big money to come up with those answers,
2: but they pay us big money to have our own. I guess there is no answer. Kenny Pickett. If it were up to me, I would draft a guy as competition or bring in Russell Wilson. One of those two things. Yeah,
3: I'm, I've lost. I, I've never believed the Kirk Cousins was in a, available.
2: No, I would bring in Russell Wilson as a challenger. I've seen people since I wrote the column yesterday say he can't play anymore. I, I watched him play. Yeah he beat the bills in buffalo led the league was tied for the league lead in game winning drives and comebacks 26 touchdowns eight picks maybe he's not what he used to be but i don't think he put up those numbers if he can't play anymore I, I don't know uh so that would be my solution what's yours at 928 9370 that's 9289370 mark cabali has handed in his grades for the steelers position by position we can take a look at that we're going to talk about This Aliquippa situation with them being forced to move up in classification. We'll definitely talk about that. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service. Providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. And the Fan Text Line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you.
5: I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. The Steelers announced yesterday they interviewed Thomas Brown from the Carolina Panthers for the offensive coordinator position It's the first announced interview for the Steelers' OC position of the year. The Saints scheduling an interview with quarterbacks coach and play caller Mike Sullivan for their offensive coordinator job. He will speak with New Orleans following his interview with the Raiders. The Cincinnati Bengals have hired Dan Pitcher as their new offensive coordinator. Headlines, Powered by Bowser and Genesis from Monroeville, now open for more. Go to 93.7thefan.com.